Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. I think a lot of the frustration and anger and hurt that comes from judgment is saying, like, I know best. So, Wes, you should be like me. That means you should have a mustache. But you don't, so you're doing it wrong. Yeah, And then that's, like, that's me. That's what we're saying. Yeah, that's what we're saying, that, like, that overly critical. It's like you're, you're like, picking the wrong things to be frustrated about. It's like right. everybody needs to have hair that looks like this. Everyone can, should wear things, wear clothes just like this. Like that's that's judgment that's overboard, that's exaggerated, and that creates division. And so yeah. having something outside of ourselves that we agree upon, like this is how we're measuring ourselves, that's when judgment can be used for healing and structure and safety. Um not not like a, we're gonna use judgment as a as a weapon, but when it's a tool for healing. That's what it that's what it's for. Because if if God is real, if he's fully just that means he's making things right. He's not like putting pain on pain. He's making things right, redeeming all things back to himself, making them whole. And that's what judgment's for from a, from a redemptive standpoint. We have to do that. And in order to have a redemptive standpoint or like a, an appropriate understanding of what judgment's for, it's seeking mutual respect for each other, knowing that neither of us are going to be perfect. Uh, and because neither of us are going to be perfect, we should give each other permission to point out when we're when we're missing when we're missing the mark, and then not getting like I shouldn't get angry at you, Wes, if we haven't agreed upon you know standard. We're like, well, this is how we're going to treat each other, and if you and if I don't, and I start treating you like a jerk, then you should be able to say like, hey, this is not how we are. This is not how we agree to treat each other. That's not you. That's you judging my behavior but we've agreed upon what the behavior should be. So that kind of brings up a whole bunch of other things where like if someone's, I feel judged by someone, but I didn't even know we were being measured. So it requires, it requires a lot of legwork ahead of time to like identify where these things are. And that's where hurt often happens from judgment is because we're unaware of like what the expectations are. It's like we're playing a game and the, the rules change and we didn't even know we were playing a game in the first place. So it's, it's a lot more than just saying you're right and I'm wrong. And that's really good. That's really good. I want to, there's so many different angles we could take this in, but I think, I think here, I just want to read a couple passages from the Bible because I think they are, I think they're profound and maybe they'll give us a little bit more context to talk through, but you know, um, Jesus pointedly says in Matthew seven, verse one, judge not that you be not judged. Pretty straightforward. Judge not that you be not judged. And I love D.A. Carson. He, he unpacks the verb there and he says, right, he says that this can mean to condemn or judge overly harshly. And so it really is talking about like just the harshness of, of criticism over someone else should not be something that, that we do. And then in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10, which is this is the Apostle Paul. He says, I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind, in the same judgment. And again, um, theologian D.A. Carson, on that verse, he, he his commentary, he talks about that Christians must work for the same cause, which is the gospel, the good news of God, um, by restoring unity and common theological judgment. And so... 
in both of these passages, there's 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 an ad they're advocating for unity and um, and against really a caution against this kind of harsh criticism um, of judgment. So I just find that interesting that that that's a consistent theme in scripture. Um, I mean, I just pointed out two verses, but there's many that, yes, there can still be a standard or there can still be um, right and wrong, a good and bad, all of that without the need to be overly critical. Those two things can coexist. Mm. Um, Yeah. Intention. Intention, yeah. Yeah, I I don't have to be overly judgmental. And I think, I guess you said it a minute ago, Austin, but I think maybe, maybe one way to look at this, a healthy way to approach this is not that nothing matters and we can all just go about whatever behaviors that we want um, because obviously that's going to harm ourselves and harm others. But, but maybe it's, it's judgment. Things become judgmental and go off the rails and become unhelpful when instead of being concerned about the other person's well-being, we're more concerned about being right. And we're more concerned about um, boistering our own agenda rather than the welfare and well-being of the other person. And I think when that's the case, that that's that's probably an indicator that I'm um I'm not in the place of being helpful anymore. I'm not in the place that I think that I think these scripture passages would be pointing me towards. Yeah. And it also kind of highlights is the point of you pointing so like when someone when I hear that well don't judge so you're not judged. That's like that's like set People can take that as like a tit for tat type of thing. Like, you know, um, I don't want to do this because if I do this, then I'm going to be in like, then I'll be judged and I don't want anybody to judge me. So I'm not going to say anything. So what do we do if we see somebody who's, who's doing something that's like unhealthy or unsafe or inappropriate? Like, how do we respond? Because the Bible just said, don't judge them. I was like, well, it's so it's, what is the purpose of our, of us bringing something up? If, I would say if the point of me bringing something up to you is to separate you or to isolate you away from community, you're probably, that's not, I don't want to nuance this too much, but just kind of really black and white. I think if the purpose of what uh, Jesus is saying is like, we don't want to judge people because we, he's like, I want as many people at the table as possible so they can experience and hear what, what the, the, the good news is of being, in this family, in this community, if the purpose of, so that's one side, it's just kind of like, so I have this, this tool of like pointing things out. Is it to isolate people or is it to bring people together? Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five on our conversation. We'll see you then.